Welcome to an inquiry into freedom with your hosts, Ron and Alan. So, Ron, uh, I don't know if you've seen or heard or even care, but the uh, the Democrats have lost their minds. <laughs> I didn't know they had a mind to lose. Well, that's arguable, right? Uh, well, you're uh, maybe being charitable. All over the uh, removal of Ilhan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee. Oh, like did they remember? You, you know, they, they, uh, we had talked about earlier, uh, one of the earlier shows, about how um, when they had the, elect, um, the votes for the uh, Speaker of the House, and CNN was, or CNBC, not CNN, CNBC was allowed to post multiple cameras in different angles. And that everybody, you know, talked about, hey, how come they don't do that anymore when, you know, in past years we got to see the gallery? And, and so they, you know, we got to see that whole process played out every day. And uh, so today they were, they were all in session I guess to listen to uh, the bitch fest from the squad and and whoever was upset that Ilhan oh. Omar was was removed from the Foreign Affairs Committee, but it should have been done even under Democrat control uh, due to her anti semitic remarks and her racist remarks because if you're if you're going by the standard of the left you can't get any more anti-semitic or racist than ilhan omar it's pretty hard to you know uh but that's that's one of the the headlines for today and i thought it it would be uh funny to you know and 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 again the other narrative is, oh, it's just revenge politics. Well, so, you and I were discussing that long ago. That our politics is nothing but revenge politics anymore. And it's always undoing what the previous administration did or whoever takes control. They undo everything. They spend more time undoing things and and uh, trying to erase the legacy of the prior you know, yeah, people that they Maybe don't work just, on the problems. Yeah, we should just elect the president and then not have Congress anymore. Hey, that's you all know? they do. Well, but yeah. our president, but our presidents are doing the same thing, are they not? Well, yeah, it's like you know, but everyone gets the vote for the president. You know, Elon Omar. I mean, I mean, definitely she's a racist, and definitely she's against. All religions, but um, I heard she has some kind of an affinity for a goat or <laughs> her brother. Or which one did she marry? Did she marry the goat or did she marry her brother? You know, it's a strong possibility that it was both. Oh, well, oh, see. How dare you? Oh, I know why I'm offended. So, um, yeah. This is oh. all wrong. How dare you? Yeah. Like, like, that, I mean, how like dare you mention thing. goats on our show? 
well, you know, they're a little cleaner. Well, no, I guess not. Um, so, um, so I didn't know they rousted her. But they, she just, they just took her off of a committee, though, right? Yeah, that's all. No, you'd think the you'd think the world was coming to an end, you know. Well, and didn't they do the same thing to Dipshit or Adam Shit? Yeah, Schiffer brings. Yeah, they they removed him and Eric Swalwell. And, of course, it's, you know, revenge politics. But it's equal rights for women, though. I mean, if men can be... Listen, it doesn't matter to me if it's a male or female. I I don't really care. If you're not not conducting yourself... You mentioned in the last show, I believe, or the the, the one prior, uh, when we were talking about the, the classified document situation, uh... And, and equal justice that uh, our politicians should be, should be held to a higher standard. So if you have a racist, anti-Semitic member of Congress who, who has to delete her tweets because they were racist and anti-Semitic, and you... Uh, get blasted for removing her, just removing her from a committee instead of, like, you know, impeaching them and removing them from Congress? I mean, what's the big deal? There should be some sort of punishment. And and that's the problem. I mean, there's probably all kinds of Democrats whose heads exploded around the country. They're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe the Republicans are out of control and they should have never done this. And how dare them? Well, you're just as guilty as the rest of us who don't want to hold them accountable. Weren't weren't they the ones who insisted on kicking some people off of committees and and uh, trying or having this some sort of a committee against anyone who even heard a rumor about the the attempted resurrection or whatever well yeah they, but they throw some people off of committees and everything but it was because of her that the Demo- democrat controlled house passed a bill uh, for for uh i don't remember what the name of it was but for the very thing that she did like they they punished her i don't know what their punishment was i don't know maybe it's like the the stock act where if you get caught insider trading, it's only $200 fine. So maybe she paid a $200 fine, but they, they passed a bill out, uh, banning anti-Semitic or racist comments made in, made by congressmen or women. That was done by Democrats when she yeah. did that. So they, they basically admitted to, yeah, she's guilty of it. So here's what we're going to do. Because, like I said, they don't they don't correct past indiscretions. They just overlook them. Moving forward, evolving, we're going to go ahead and we're going to pass this bill. And we know she did something wrong, but this will this will prevent that in, uh, from happening in the future. Whereas, opposed to what the Republicans have said, is listen, that, that's not enough because she continues to do the very thing that you told her not to do. That we. We all agreed upon that we shouldn't ever do with with no repercussions. 
So what does she do? She gets on the house floor and and she throws a fit. Oh, I'm just going to get louder and and more obnoxious, more or less. My voice will become louder and and stronger. Nobody, so she's nobody trying cares. To, she's trying to overthrow democracy, then, isn't? Well, I mean, if if we start applying the same standard and, and the same uh, rules that are dictated to the right. If if half of the conservatives and the Republicans in this country applied the same standard and demanded the same standard, we wouldn't have these problems. No. You know, it's a shame. It's a shame that we have to it's a shame that we have to have a some legislation that prevents congressmen and women from from using anti-Semitic tropes and and racist terms. I mean, common sense would tell you that you shouldn't do that, whether you're uh, an everyday citizen or specifically, as you have mentioned, held to a higher, a higher standard because these are the so-called leaders. Uh, you're you're held to a higher standard. So so be grateful that you. The only thing that happened to you was you were re- removed from a committee instead of completely completely removed from Congress. Which is what I think should happen. Yeah, probably so. I mean, given the way she's conducted herself, I mean, basically, the Democrats ran that congressman out of Congress from Iowa. Um, And actually, what was really pathetic is the Republicans uh, piled right on on and, and helped drum him right out of Congress. So... Um, I forget his name right now, but um, I think he was from Iowa, and he said something. I I haven't ever. I don't know. I think I heard about what you're you're talking about. Yeah, and and everything's outrageous if if a Republican says something, but no one, you know, no one cares what the Democrats say, and I'm like, well. I don't really pay much attention to any of them because I think they're all a bunch of fools. Right. Except for, like I keep saying, I can't imagine there's more than a couple of dozen decent human beings in Congress. Um, And I don't know that I can name that many, but I can name a, a couple of handfuls that I think really do contribute a lot to the country. And I don't always agree with all of them either. So... Um, but they're really there to make the country better. They aren't there to push some ideology or some weird agenda. Or activism, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I just don't... I have a hard time taking anyone uh, in Congress very seriously any longer. No, and I think a lot of folks are, are in that same boat. But here's the problem that I have. It's one thing to say... I'm not going to listen to them because I don't very often. And when I do, it's very small bits and pieces here and there because like you said, you know, I, I just can't listen to them because I, I feel like, you know, a lot dumber mm-hmm. uh, in a very short amount of time. So maybe, maybe that's the problem uh, is that we don't listen to them. We're not paying attention 
and that we're not demanding better. If you don't want to listen to them, I get it because I don't listen to them for, like I said, very small sound bites and bits and pieces here and there because it's just, it's repetitive, it's monotonous, it's getting us nowhere. But on the flip side of the coin, <clears throat> if it's that bad, then we should be having a very serious conversation about replacing them and trying something different. That That's the only thing that I'm saying. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And, and and whether or not you want to listen to them or not, that I don't think that's what the conversation needs to revolve around. It needs to revolve around. Okay, we understand Congress has a lower approval a, a lower approval rating than a cockroach. So what do we as the people do to change that? Instead of like you've mentioned, sitting around and bitching about it because we can do that all day long. It's easy to do. Don't listen to them. Great. Let's not listen to them anymore. But at the same time, let's have a conversation about how how we go about fixing that and getting rid of them so that we do have some people that we might want to sit and listen to because they have some really good ideas. They're for the Constitution and they're for making our country a better place. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't disagree that, that the whole conversation ought to be about what do we need to do to improve the country? And it all boils down to what do I need to, to improve me? <laughs> and anyone who's not willing to take on both ends of that spectrum isn't going to come up with good personal choices or good political choices. But unfortunately, most people aren't capable of handling both sides of that equation. Um, but yeah, it's like, what do I have to do to make me a better person? And then what do I have to do to make the country better? Um, instead of sitting around complaining about where am I at in life? Why, why isn't this better or that better for me? Or, or what is going on with Biden because he's such a moron that my gas prices are going up? Yeah. Well, you know, um, yeah, it, it's still, you're complaining about something without coming up with the solution. So what's the solution? So is the solution just replacing them all or is it, is it doing something, uh, replacing them all and something else or other things, you know, like, like term limits, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what's his name in Texas, uh, Ted Cruz, Pablo Pablo Cruz. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 Um, Ted Cruz. Um, terrible. Ted. Mr. Mr. Haney's cousin. Um, he's, uh, proposing something that limits terms in the Senate to two terms. Fine. Why not limit, uh, terms in the house to, um, six terms. How about that? <laughs> and, and make it a bipartisan deal in both houses of Congress. You know, 12 years is your limit in either house right. or combined, you know, um, why not? Um, well, and I would go a step further than that if I were writing the bill. And the bill is that you, once you leave 
you can't become a lobbyist and you can't uh you can't use your position in the Senate or House to set yourself up uh in a another government type job. Once you once you've served your public service. And I'm talking strictly the House and the Senate. You know, you don't want to I don't know, maybe you do. Can a, can an FBI agent only work for so long? Can a you know, a IRS agent or someone else that's in federal government only serve for so long? That, that's that's yeah, another it, question. It's, it's basically been an age limit, like the FBI. I don't know what it is now, but it used to be that uh, you could not serve beyond fifty-five. It is because um, my brother-in-law uh, recently retired from. He was the assistant fire chief at Shriver Air Force Base. Oh, and he just retired because he reached the threshold that you're talking about. And I believe it is 55. Yeah. Um, so, so they make you retire. I mean, you have no choice. Yeah. And I don't know that that's a bad thing. I, I, I've always said that you should be limited to how long you can receive a federal paycheck, um, you know, combined, no matter, you know, let's say 20 years you can't receive a federal paycheck more than 20 years regardless of where you are and maybe you could make some exceptions for things like military officers or or recall an emergency or what have you but it'd have to be something that's very uh narrowly defined um but you know but what about this Ben Sass clown from Nebraska who uh, got a cushy job with the University of Florida or whatever it was. Um, he was a useless senator for at least his last two terms. Um, and then he got a, a cushy job being the Grand Poopa at whatever state rah-rah stayed in Florida. Um, like he was qualified to be that president of that university or whatever you know i don't think so yeah so to me that's just moving from a federal check to a state check which i guess they could be allowed to do but i don't know how you build the boundaries around using their job in the senate or the house to negotiate some cushy parachute but i don't disagree with the concept I'm not saying I'm not saying like a private sector job because that's uh, a lot of times they do that as well where they're they're working uh you know they're they're showing curry favor to you know corporations and you know big big firms uh, you know special privileges and voting in, in the way they want them to vote. And later on, they go to work for them. Yeah. And I agree. I don't know that you can prevent somebody from making a living in the private sector. But, but, but that's where I'm saying, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to implement term limits, then 
do away with lobbyists. And if they don't do that, then you can't become a lobbyist once you leave the House or the Senate. Um, but you, you, you're more than welcome to do whatever you want in the private sector. But you, you don't get to, you know, keep all the benefits and all the, you know, bells and whistles that go along with the 12 years that you served or the six years or eight years, whatever it is in the Senate. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah, when you no, leave, when you leave a yeah. job, uh, you don't take your benefits with you. You, you know, even if you have a four hundred one k, it needs to be transferable to the next job that you go to. Nobody has those benefits, so they have to have the same. They have to live by the same standards and and ways that we do. You know, it's funny because we, we talked about the Stock Act and, and even that doesn't prevent them from insider trading. I mean, not when you're only, your only punishment is a $200 fine. Um, but if you or I, ask Martha Stewart how that worked out for her. Uh, any yeah. normal citizen, you're, you're going to prison, right? So they well, have to... That's, that's something that on the flip side of it, uh, like we were talking about uh, last time, we were talking about something with uh, oh the uh, these classified documents, mm -hmm. the, the fiasco with that. That if they want to call no harm, no foul to Biden and Trump and whoever else, then fine. But if they do that, they have to uh, make reparations or restitution to all the military or other folks who have been prosecuted under those statutes too so that everyone's treated the same right so i think that that ought to be the standard for everything that if someone is if if there is not an equal application under the law then case dismissed you know mm -hmm. and, and yeah there needs to be some prosecutorial discretion but you can't be abusing it. And I think the most famous situation of that in the last few years has been James Comey, who was talking about no reasonable, no prosecutor would make a reasonable case to prosecute Hillary Clinton, that that was basically prosecutorial discretion. Well, sorry, but the FBI doesn't make decisions about prosecution of people. The Justice Department does. He's not a prosecutor. He runs the FBI. So he's way out of his lane. He's deciding what a prosecutor would do. So, sorry, well, but, you know, that's termination defense right there as far as I'm concerned. But well, well, listen to this. If they're going to let Hunter Biden off, you know. Oh, my gosh. Things, yeah. Then, then anyone else needs to be also. If they're not going to prosecute the, the laws equally then they need to be nullified and drop the cases against everyone else too. Well, here's how they're getting away with the Hunter Biden story. So Hunter Biden recently, and, and I'm going to, I want to first, let me, let me talk about this and then I'll get to Hunter Biden. Okay. So this story broke uh, a couple days ago and a retired air force intelligence officer took hundreds of classified documents home with him, is facing the possibility of 10 years in prison. 
He did the exact same thing that Joe Biden did. Now, let me put into context specifically what he did. Um, so in 2017, before he retired, special investigators found 135 documents containing classified national defense information on a thumb drive. And then um, six days later, they found a personal hard drive with 117 more classified national defense files and another 28 paper documents with secret information in a storage unit. Um, so he, he's basically, now that's a lot. It's a lot of classified yeah, material. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. Uh, but does it matter if it's a hundred or 12 to me? I, I, and does it matter what the, the top secret material is? Because based on what I was given as a description and what the consequences would be, whether I mistakenly or purposely took that classified information, the punishment didn't change. In other words, if I, if I took it by mistake or I purposely took it, the punishment was the same. And it didn't matter if it was one document or a hundred. So, uh, you know, we hear the narrative by the mass media on, on Joe Biden. You know, since the beginning, his, his little uh, press secret secretary keeps coming out and saying, we're, we're, co we're cooperating, we're fully cooperating with the Department of Justice. And every single mass media news outlet is parroting the same exact sentence. As if, 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 as if we're, we are cooperating justifies the act of taking and, and possessing classified documents. It does not. Not if you're going by the legality and the law of uh, possessing and taking classified documents. But that's what they keep repeating over and over and over. And she says the same thing. He takes it seriously. Um, we're cooperating fully with the Department of Justice, and we refer you to them for any further comment. The most transparent, supposedly self-proclaimed, the most transparent president ever in the history of this country. <laughs> uh, but, but here's this guy, and, and granted, <laughs> some of the things he took, so uh, the thumb drive had two presentations about the National Security Agency's target and data collection methods. So that's some pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Um, and he took a lot. Um, but, but, but is that the, is that the bar? Well, not according to what I, I was told when it, when it came down to 
handling and mishandling of classified information. Well, it, it doesn't at all boil down to the statute and even the application of the statute to the cases. That, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, obviously I you mean, put I, it into I, better I words, but. Yeah, well, no, no, that's okay. I, I just kind of like to, every now and then. My yeah, you get straight to, to the reason. point. I, I'm, I'm long-winded. I apologize. Well, no, I, I, my mind has to reset every now and then and to do it it needs to make sure it understands what's going on and i thought i understood you but i i wanted to make sure that's all so yeah why they have to apply it equally i don't that doesn't sound good to me that someone's got that much stuff they've got it spread around like that yada 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 but it also doesn't sound good to me that Biden's got some stuff over here and some stuff over there and some stuff everywhere. And then all of a sudden we find out that his, his crackhead son is, is obviously taking information out of that and uh, putting it together in memos for his business partners. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, it gets even and better. Whether, whether, yeah, whether he's doing that or not, why is that stuff somewhere where you've got someone who doesn't have a clearance can have access to it? I mean, it shouldn't be uh, set up that way anyway. And I don't care if Biden has 4,000 documents in his in his uh, person library and bathroom at home, um, or if he's got four, um, just like this other guy. You know, if he's if he's not handling classified information properly and he doesn't have the authorization to reclassify them like Trump did, then, you know, and I say the same thing about Pence, too. Mm-hmm. Pence didn't have any authorization to, to change anything. He's in trouble, too, as far as I'm concerned. Then we have to stop this crap and say we're going to penalize whoever this intelligence officer is that you're talking about and not penalize these other clowns. That, that's all I'm saying. I don't know. That was my point. Degree. That's exactly okay. my point. Yeah. Okay. He's getting, okay. he's facing 10 years in prison. Well, yeah. we've discussed this before. You can't indict a sitting president. Well, where, where does it say that? It's never happened. Yeah. I get it. And precedent is what precedent is. Uh, they they basically said the same thing about Trump. You know, there was a lot of people that say, said while he was in, in the White House, he should go to prison. Well, we can't indict it. I, I don't care who it is. Trump, uh, uh, Joe Biden, uh, or whoever else comes down the pike, right? If they commit a crime, like you said, they can't commit murder and, and oh, well, he can't be indicted because he's the president. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. <laughs> you can indict. You can indict a president. Sorry. And again, yeah. if, if I've said it and you've said it, if Trump did something wrong, then we need to know exactly what it was he did wrong. And if you're going to prosecute him, why he's being prosecuted. Uh, yeah. The same thing with Joe Biden. The same thing with Mike Pence. If this man is facing 10 years in prison, then surely if they've done something wrong, whether it's one document or a hundred then they should be facing prison. Yeah. Now you brought up the 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 biggest difference. Um as president, 
Trump was authorized to declassify whatever he seen fit to declassify. The vice president does not have that authority or power. So, with that being said, uh, Mike Pence and current president of the United States, Joe Biden, should both be facing prosecution. Yeah. That's the they statute. Should. That's the law. Then it applies to everyone. Yeah. And and anyone out there that's saying, oh, well, it's so-and-so, nothing's going to happen, stop. And demand that it happens. If, you, if you're a Trump hater, a never-Trumper, whatever you want to call yourself, then, then you should be demanding it. It goes both ways. I will be fair, and I want to. I, I want it always to be equal justice and fair. If he did something wrong, then from the mountaintop, scream, prosecute the guy. I don't care. But you, yeah. but you're not going to have. You're not going to have from me. Well, Trump's guilty, and and you know Joe Biden's an old guy who who didn't realize what he was doing, and he's cooperating fully. And he did it by mistake. Nonsense. Yeah. Not buying that I, bullshit. I don't think any of that language is in the statute. I no, it's have not. To look that up. Yeah. Okay. It's not. So, so you can't have it. You can't have it both ways. I'm. No. A, I'll, I'd be a hundred percent behind. Uh, the investigation, and if it leads to prosecution and indictment, then so be it. But I'm not for. Well, I'm a Trump hater, so therefore he should be held to a different standard. But I, I really like Joe, and and he only did it by mistake, and and he's cooperating. No, get out of here with that shit. Yeah, that's that's two different two different uh, legal standards for doing the same thing. I mean, that just that doesn't wash. No, this country wasn't created for that kind of crap. I know that crap's been going on for a long, long time, but it doesn't mean that any of it was right. It means that we're way past due in implementing the Constitution to all this crap. Because we're, we either have equal justice under the law or not. I know I, everyone's tired of hearing me say that, but we either have it or we don't. I mean, um, I ran into something today. Um, that is a little bit off topic, but not. That I had to, I bought a, a trailer a few weeks ago. And I went in to register it and get a title and all that stuff and get plates. And they threw a, a really weird curveball at me. And they said, uh, do you have a, did you pay your property taxes last year? And I said, uh, yeah, I've paid all, all my taxes as they come in. And they looked my name up in the county register and all, and what they were looking for was whether or not I paid any property taxes due in 2022. So I paid my property taxes on my bill, on my property on my real estate property and on a, a truck and a motorcycle. So, 
But come to think of it, you know, they, they couldn't find me in the system. And they started throwing some a specific date out. And they said, oh, well, as of the 1st of January, 2022, uh, did you have property here? Did you pay property taxes? And I said, I didn't live here then. In your current? Yeah, I didn't live in this state then. Yeah. So I wouldn't have had property taxes to owe. And then they said, oh, well, then you need to go down to the county courthouse and get a waiver from the assessor, or not the assessor, from the, uh, they call it a different name here. You know, in Colorado, they call it the state treasurer, right? or the county treasurer. I don't know what they call it here. But at any rate, they're like, you have to go and get this document that says that you you have a waiver for not owning, for owing property taxes, and then we can <laughs> give you your plates. Yeah, and I said, um, actually, I don't think I need to do that. And, you know, folks at license bureaus aren't used to getting questioned, and when they do, you know, it's kind of like questioning a highway patrol officer sometimes. Kind of wonder if you ought to do it. <clears throat> but I said, uh, no, um, I was here a couple of days ago, and this office was closed due to inclement weather. <laughs> there wasn't any snow, ice. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was 24 degrees, but the weather wasn't inclement at all. So if I have to go do all that, then I have to come back tomorrow, and I have to pay a late fee for not having this registered in time. Oh, well, we can probably waive that. And I said, well, no, you will, because I'm not going to go do that. And I came here while you all were supposed to be open, and you weren't open. Yeah. And now you want me to go scurrying well, on down to the to the county, and you want me to get a receipt. Okay? So the governor, who actually happens to be one of my neighbors here, um, do you think he would have to go do that? Mm, no. Um, because it's a privilege of office how they how they renew things, not nothing personal about him. Yeah. But a lot of these politicians, they have people who can run around and go do all this stuff. But for me, no, I have to go and do this and that and the other But this may be a dumb question. Why is the onus on you to prove that you didn't live there and go through all these ridiculous steps? Exactly. Well, it's state law. I, I understand that. Yeah. And it, yeah, <laughs> and it's a, it's a actually technically, I questioned whether or not it was a constitutional state law, which wasn't received very well, but it didn't really matter to me. Well, no, that's, you know, that's part of the problem when you question. Well, yeah. A, so a public official, I said, you're not I said allowed to if, do that. Well, first of all, you know, I came here when y'all were supposed to be open and you were not. So I need to be compensated for that. So I came back today, and now you're telling me I have to go somewhere and get a waiver because I didn't live here. And I'm like, you know, you all have it in your system that I what my driver's license in Colorado is. Mm -hmm. I don't really need to go anywhere. All you need to do is get into the computer and find my uh, Colorado driver's license. 
And you'll know that I didn't live here. You'll know what my address was there. And you'll know that I paid my property taxes in Colorado as a resident of Colorado on as of the 1st of January of last year. And this blank look comes back at me. As well as their supervisor, too. They're like, um, we don't know what to do here. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm like, oh, and by the way, if you really want me to go do that, you're going to have to compensate me for going to do it. Because that's the damnedest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. That I have to, I have to prove to you that I didn't live here. I don't think so. Yeah, prove, prove that I did. Yeah, I mean, I have a number of things here on my person, um, including my concealed carry permit, <laughs> with my address there. <laughs> so if you, you know, I can establish that I'm not a wasn't a resident here. I don't have to go anywhere to get a piece of paper that says that I'm not. So is um, this regarding back taxes? No, 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 no. They just say that what. What this state has is a thing about making sure people pay their property taxes. They do the same thing here. I get a uh, email or a letter in the mail. Uh, I think it's quarterly, and I, I probably because I run my business out of my home as well. But I have to do an an annual report and all this other nonsense. But yeah, I, I, well, yeah. I mean, I I get it. They mm -hmm. want to. Personally, I, I don't get all the various taxes. I don't see why that's necessary, but that's neither here nor there because you pay a license to forget your license plate right. to be able to drive around, and that's one of the things you have to do is you have to pay property tax. Fine. I, I don't have any delinquent taxes anywhere. Never happened. At any point in time in my entire life, I've always paid so um, they just wanted to be able to look on a screen and check a box that said that um, I either paid my property taxes as of uh, January of 2022, a year ago, or that I did not live here and therefore I deserve a waiver. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I don't have to prove that I wasn't in the state. I, I'm not under indictment for anything. I'm not in court. I don't have to go do that. If you want me to go do that, I'll do that. And you have to compensate me for it. And at the rate of the cost of gasoline for this vehicle, um, it's not going to be cheap, but I'll go do that. So then I got my third blank face. <laughs> you know, if you get three blank looking faces actually at the driver's license or at the license bureau, then I mean, this is over a license plate for a trailer, you know, $60, you know, whatever it was, you know, but I was not going to leave there and go, go somewhere else and then come back. It wasn't going to happen. And I said, I'm not going to go do that. I can drive. All I have to do is establish that I tried to get licensed and you denied it to me. And I have the picture I took at the door when you all were closed Tuesday. And I also know now that, you know, if you want to turn me away because I didn't have this waiver, that's fine. I tried to get a, uh, get all this done properly. And all I have to do is have documentation of that. 
And uh, I guarantee you there isn't a cop on the street that's going to want to listen to this story and not let me go. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be a bigger hassle than anyone wants over whatever, not even $100. Yeah, go ahead and so, violate my civil rights over 100 bucks. Yeah. Well, well, exactly. I mean, I'm just not going to do it. I refuse to. So um, they get into this little huddle, and and as they're starting to get into this little huddle, this girl down the at the end of the, of the counter, who had helped me when I got both of the other vehicles. You know, I still have my vehicle from Colorado, but these are the other two I got here. And she's like, um, you know, you could just call over to the county uh, uh, court building and uh, they'll email or fax us what you need. Gee. <laughs> Someone who has a little bit of common sense in government, that surprises the living hell. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah. So remember... See? Yeah, remember when I said we have issues at the state and local level just as much yeah. as we do the federal people. That that's one of them. Yeah, think so, you're not going to push me around. Yeah, you know I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend the average person have that conversation unless. No, you definitely about, should be yeah. up on on what your rights are and and what you can and can't say for sure. Yeah, and and um, and you always have to re- remain calm, cool, and collected. If you fly off the handle, then you open yourself up to, you know, disturbing the peace and and all this other stuff. Yeah. But if you go in there with a level head and and you don't let people who are, that hold a government position, uh, talk down to you and, and treat you as if you're stupid, more or less, uh, then, then you know, most of the time you'll find that they're the stupid one. Well, yeah, and it turns out this woman hadn't been working there for very long, didn't know. She's doing everything by the book. Her manager <laughs> was trying to do everything by the book. And I'm just like, uh, I don't have to comply. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? I mean, you, well, I most people... So the, I don't even care what the law is. I, I mean, think... the law, I'm not, I don't care about. I think your story opens up a a conversation that most people do not understand. And you mentioned the word uh, specifically, which is, I do not have to comply. Comply is the word. That's exactly what they want you to do. You comply or else. But when, right. when they're the ones that don't know what the hell they're talking about, why am I going to comply to something that's not legit? I mean... Well, I, yeah, it, precisely. It's the same same conversation as we had. I guess I'm getting to be a real SOB in my retirement age. No, no, no. I'm not but even there yet, but I'm telling you, I, I'd be I'm the not same there. Way. I'm out there tilting at windmills, you know, I can tell. But no, remember the conversation about the um, waiting room at the doctor's office? Yeah, sure do. And I refuse to wear the mask. Mm -hmm. And they're all over about, well, I'll be sitting right over there waiting for my doctor. And I'm not wearing no mask. Remember that? (laughs) It's like, 
Yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, I did that basically the whole the whole time during COVID. I'd walk into a you know a store and they'd have a sign posted to enter. You need to wear a mask. Right. Uh, and I get it. They're a private business. But I, I didn't comply with that because it said on there due to, uh, you know, government mandate. The government doesn't mandate shit to me. They do not have the power to mandate. No. It, if, so if, someone, so if, you if, can, I, if you can present me, like you said, with a statute or, or a law that says that I have to wear a mask, then by all means, I'll comply with the law. But I'm not going to comply just because some jackass and... The governor's mansion said, "I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm calling for a mask mandate." Well, exactly. I mean, I have to go get a set of tires put on tomorrow. <laughs> call someone who cares is what you can call for. Well, I, I have to go get tires tomorrow, and this will not happen there because these people are just as rebellious as I am. I know that's hard to believe, but. If I did go there, though, and I wanted a set of tires and the business owner um, was like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm a freak about germs and everything, but, you know, anyone who's in the waiting room needs to wear a mask or we can just call you when you're when we're done and you can come get it if you'd rather not do that. Okay, I'll wear the mask or I'll wait or whatever, you know, cool. It's your business, you know, right. right. You know, you're not telling me you have I have to, but it is your your building and you have a right to tell me that I have to if I'm here in your building. I, I totally get that. It's like the no shirt, no shoes, no service. So, you know, that's cool as far as I'm concerned. But, mm -hmm. you know, the government doing this crap, you know, it's not like this was the bubonic plague or something. Right. This was something that... Uh, there was obviously an agenda going on beyond it. I, I, by the way, I need to take a quick break and check on one of my Czech members. Your, check on my your, Czech. Your German immigrants. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll let. I've got a. Uh, so uh, you were talking about you mentioned the uh, Hunter Biden situation. First, let me comment on the uh, one more comment on the uh, classified documents. For since the beginning, when this happened with Joe Biden, they've said numerous times that the searches were complete. And then, of course, they found more. Oh, well, then the searches are complete. And then they found more. Oh, well, they're com they've completed their searches. And they keep saying that. And, and they question, you know, uh, Buckwheat all the time. And, and she's just not a very smart person, but they throw her out there with little to no, <laughs> they just throw her to the wolves. And it's very, yeah, it's, he's, he's just starting to realize what they've done to her. That's how dumb she is. Well, I, I think, uh, I've heard some reports that she's going to be gone pretty soon. Um, and she's probably grateful for that. And she should be because she's just not qualified to be a, press secretary she's never prepared and she keeps saying the same thing over and over and i think a lot of that has to do with they don't help her prepare to answer these questions they're not prepared themselves the president can't even answer them let alone sending out a a press secretary to yeah do it for you i mean yeah they complain that trump was way had way too many press conferences 
Like he's 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 sh- in public way too much. Pr- Joe Biden has not had a press conference since he took office. Not in, no. not in the White House. Not in the press uh the the press room in the White House. Not one. We, we've had more UFO sightings than Joe Biden sightings. <laughs> and and this is the most transparent uh administration ever. Yeah. So that's because you can see clear through his ears. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of, tra- <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd want to get cl- too close to his ears. He might, he might turn and sniff me. But uh, speaking of transparency, so <laughs> this is gonna make you laugh. Um, Hunter Biden has admitted that the laptop belonged to him. Correct. But he is calling for criminal probes into uh, Trump and his allies and considering defamation lawsuits over the contents of his laptop. So so, uh, uh, after pleading the fifth, he now wants uh, criminal probes. Listen, th- this is going to be never ending uh, for for anyone who uh, supports Donald Trump or conservatives. It doesn't even matter if it's Donald Trump. More so with him, but with with conservatives, they're going to find every every and anything they can to. Uh, to basically handcuff you so you're very ineffective. Yeah. They've done that with Trump. They did that with Trump during his first uh, term. And, and pretty, pretty successful at doing so because, you know, when the, when the uh, Republicans won back the House, they're like, oh, that's all they're going to do is, is have a bunch of committees and do a bunch of investigations. Well, that's pretty much what you did for four years. Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, but that's what the House does. That's why they have, uh, you know, those committees. That's what they're for. So, you know, you, you can't... Again, it's not It's not a double standard. It's the same standard. I'm just... Actually, I have to stop and get my head around this again. Because I'm trying to understand... Let's say, just theoretically... Hunter Biden won a defamation lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not sure what you could do that would defame his character, because his character <laughs> is even worse than his father's. But, I was I was almost going to say so, the exact same thing. So okay, so if he needs to file a defamation lawsuit, it should be against himself. Well, <laughs> he can't defame. Yeah, his, I mean, he, no like, one can defame he, him any more than he has himself. Yeah, so what would the damages be? I mean, if he if he won a forty and a, a crackpot, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're going to give him a line of coke. Is that it, or what are they going to do? Uh, hey, you know, I don't want to make fun of somebody's addiction. Well, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to you know people people who've listened to us long enough know we're going to get sarcastic occasionally, but it's a serious conversation. So carry but, on. But that that is a serious question. Yeah. I mean, I'm also being sarcastic to be right. Fair. No, I get but, it. But 
But to be fair, um, let's say he won a defamation of character lawsuit. Um, what would the damages be? Because uh, that's like a zero-sum game, isn't it? Like nothing is what I'm thinking. I mean, what has, what has happened to him that actually has defamed him? Is there anything that's not true? I mean, it's uh, well, it has to be true if it's in pictures and video. Well, yeah. So, what's the defamation part? I mean, I, I, that, I that's have, a, I mean, as I'm speaking as someone who's serious about not. The Supreme Court has not allowed uh, defamation and libel cases to proceed like they were intended to. And yet, yet this that's a case of if you were seriously trying to contemplate what the damages would be on a defamation suit that he would bring against someone, what could what possibly could be his damages? Anything? I mean, that's so just... I don't understand it either, but, but the law, uh, so, so what his attorneys have asked for specifically is state and federal agencies to investigate, uh, the computer repair shop owner, Rudy Giuliani, and a, a number of white right wing political figures involved in disseminating contents of his laptop. Uh, he alleges that they committed computer and other criminal violations in the effort to weaponize the laptop contents against his father. Um, so if you... I'm kind of familiar with how places like this work. If I go to a computer repair shop and I drop my computer off and they make several attempts to contact me and say, hey, your computer's fixed. It's ready to be picked up. And I never respond. At a certain point, you forfeit ownership of that equipment. Yeah. Uh, which also means that the ownership transfers to whatever business you left it at. Mm -hmm. And and it's a computer repair shop. So it would be fair to say that the owner of that computer repair shop said, this person's never coming back to get this. I made several attempts to contact them. I'm not going to get paid for the work I did. So this, this is now my property. Um, so at that point, he probably accessed the computer, which at that point he determined, okay, this, this computer actually belongs to the vice president's son. I don't know the full story, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, you may know the answer to this. I believe that once a, once he determined that, he tried to reach out and again to no avail. Yeah, he did. I've seen him interview. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's not like he didn't try to give it back. Uh. But he, but he accessed the information because at that point, it became his property. And if you're going to resell a computer, you have to wipe it clean. You can't yeah. resell something with somebody's passwords, their information, pictures, you know, emails, whatever the case may be. So he probably accessed it and, and then determined, oh, my gosh, 
you know, I'm not saying I don't know that he looked at everything that was on the hard drive. Who knows? But even if so, no. even if he did, that's not a crime. No, he he saw what he thought was uh, possibly illegal activity. Exactly. And he he reported it. Uh, he because gave it to the FBI. Uh, well, actually, Giuliani did it for him. Yeah. Also, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, possible pedophilia. <laughs> I know. That's what I was up in arms about with the Chinese girls. And and we yeah. don't we don't know that. Uh and, and if you've seen the clips of Matt Gates asking uh the cyber the head of the cyber division at the FBI, he asked him, Where's Hunter's laptop? I have no idea. The the, the mm-hmm. FBI lost it. And and ironically enough, this is this is great stuff. I think I might have played this on our show. Where Matt Gates says, uh I'd like to, and he reaches in his pocket. Oh, yeah. And, and he said, I'd like to enter into uh, evidence the full contents of the hard drive from Hunter Laptops, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. It's on this hard drive. And then Jerry Nadler lost his shit. I mean, he, yeah. It's his little uh, page or, or whatever they're called nowadays came over and he was asking him, is this, do I have to accept this? And I mean, he was, you could tell he was he was quite disturbed that someone sitting on that committee actually had it <laughs> had all the information and it was on a hard drive and they're like, well, we have to take into consideration. He's like, wait a minute, that's changing the rules. You know, they had an argument over it. So, as much as our our Department of Justice wants to cover for Joe and Hunter, the information's there. It, it, sorry, uh, there you go again. Um, but, but there's, there's, it's in possession of multiple people. Yeah. And yeah. whether the FBI, uh, purposely or is just saying, Hey, we, we lost it, whatever you can do, whatever you want. The information is out there. Yeah. It's just why, why is it not out there in a way that any citizen can access it? Because it's not available through the internet. I mean, I've seen, I saw some of it when this thing leaked out, whenever that was, a year and a half ago, two years ago. Well, let me ask you a question. I got to tell you, the bit about the Chinese girls is true. What constitutes private and then what changes it from private to public? Well, it depends on what the subject is. Well, we're talking about Hunter's laptop, the contents of his laptop. Well, and you it's, at, no and longer, you... it's no longer private um, as soon as he basically abandoned the property. Mm-hmm. And when, it's, when he abandoned the property, it's not his anymore. It's the guy who uh, did the work on it, didn't get paid, and it's his then. Just like a pawn shop. Well, know? let me let me tell you a little experience I had. So, I, you know, I, I kind of, I'm like you. I want to I want to make it sound like I know what I'm talking about when I say something. So I was in a position uh, in in my former employment, and we were contacted by the FBI, and they said, "Hey, we have a customer of yours that is in possession of one of your computers." It's a rental computer. 
and we have arrested him and confiscated the uh, the computer, the CPU, uh, because he's been arrested for child pornography, pedophilia type stuff. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the FBI agent told me, he said, we will return it to you once the investigation is over, once we retrieve all the information we need, and, and it will be returned. And I think it was close to a year before we ever got it back. And all the information that they needed was wiped from that computer. I don't have, I don't have access. I, I mean, why would they allow me to have access to child pornography and all that other stuff. Because then I become, you know, if I take possession of it, then I'm guilty of possessing something that has illegal content. True. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, that doesn't qualify me as a legal expert or anything like that. It's not what I'm saying, but I, I kind of understand I the process. Something. I missed something though. And it's probably my own brain. Did, did you say they wiped, at all before they gave it to you? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, if they did not, then they were also in possession. Yeah, right. They co they contacted Hillary. <laughs> they contacted Hillary and asked her how to wipe the computer and yeah. what bleach, bleach bit was. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I just missed that. They, they, I, for, I forgot to mention that. When they called me, they said, hey, you'll get it back once we talk to Hillary and our investigation is over and we bleach bit it. Then we'll return the computer to you. Okay. But anyway, yeah. And, and as soon as you can prove that you didn't live in the state a year ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, but at what point does it become public information? Is it public information because uh, the it's in possession of the government at this point. And even though there's an on, so it's an ongoing investigation. So you're not, you don't have access to it until again, until it's the investigation is over, but then you could FOIA or open records re request that information. That's a question to you. I, I'm not sure of the legal. Oh. Um, well, aspects of something like that. Here's the deal, though, is that we go right back to it was not Biden's property anymore because he abandoned it. Well, that's that's what I would think. So what then happened was there was more than one copy of the hard drive made. Well, let's there keep in mind. Let's keep there in mind. There was more than one copy. Yeah, and let's keep in mind that this is the first time that he admits this is his laptop, but this is a complete 180 from the defense that they wanted to uh, pursue to begin with. Exactly. So what they're and doing is what they always do. They're flipping the script, they're manipulating the language, and they're saying this is all the Republicans' fault. Hunter Biden probably did some bad things, but we wouldn't be at this point if the Republicans didn't make such a big deal out of it. And the big deal isn't about Hunter. It's about my dad. Well, that's where you're right. I, I don't give a crap what Hunter did. Now, he was in possession of a firearm illegally. 
Um, he he uh, probably uh, laundered money, and he probably evaded taxes. So so that's one thing. The bigger issue for me is that we have a corrupt president sitting in the White House that could be compromised by China, the Ukraine, and who knows who else. And well, we need to know that information. Well, yeah, that's where the little, I don't know if you remember this or not, but when word was leaking out on this, I had seen what you, what you brought up earlier. Mm -hmm. And I posted something on Facebook that was David Bowie and Little China <laughs> Bowie. Do you remember that? I think I, I think I might have seen that, yeah. Because I was like, oh, yeah, that's real. Well, you know, all the liberals out there were losing their minds over, no, that's not real, that's not real stuff. But he's like, oh, yeah, it is. And now he's finally admitting it. Well, guess what? I, I forget what on earth the, the legal term for it is, but he asserted for all of this time that that's not mine, that's not mine, that's not mine. And now he's saying it is his. Mm -hmm. Well, I wonder if he was deposed under oath. That, well, anything that happened up to him claiming it is his, he can't, he can't claim that it's his and go back in time and say, that's mine, you did such and such. Well, sorry, you denied it was yours. You see what I mean? Yeah, that's a very yeah, valid so, point. The horse has already escaped the barn. It's mm -hmm. too late. Yeah. And I know that there's some there's some Latin term for that. And I don't know what it don't remember what it is right now, but it's like Is it Latin sorry, X? It's too late. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's Latinx. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Latinx, that's it. So at any rate, it's too late now, baby. They they you let the horses out, and now you're trying to close the barn door. Well, you you can have whatever's in the barn, but everything that got out of the barn, you you lost that. You can't lay claim to that, and and you can settle off. You can file in court over whatever is still left in the barn, and other people can too. But you can't argue about the cows that escape. You know, it's too late. So, you know, he abandoned the laptop. He claimed it wasn't his. And you know how much laptops depreciate in value. Oh, it's, yeah. it's useless now anyway. As a laptop, it's so far beyond updating that it's useless. Yeah, you know, you, even you home computers are that way, sure. Yeah, and he had several of them. He had three or four or five laptops that he brought in there. And he never came back for them. So the, the property belongs to the guy who had the shop. And, it's, his, it's his to do whatever he wants to. If he wants to make it public, he can. Well, he also made copies of the drives, multiple copies of the drives. Mm -hmm. So one goes to the FBI. And the FBI can, can say... Um, you can't make this stuff public while a, an active investigation is going. Well, they take possession of the laptop, and then they don't do anything with it. Well, they also have a barn door that is wide open because they have failed to do anything. They, they abandoned their duty to learn what was on there. So they can't, they can't say that no one 
can discuss this because they're not doing anything with it. And oh, by the way, Giuliani can do whatever he wanted to with his copy of that uh, uh, hard drive because he wasn't sworn by the FBI to not release it. It's his copy of the hard drive. If he wants to put it out into the public domain, unless there was an agreement he made with the shop owner to the contrary, he can put it out there. Well, it's his property. He can, it's he can his make property. it public. Exactly. Yep. It's his property. Mm -hmm. So it bothers me that the average citizen cannot go up, cannot go out and find that information and find out for themselves just how gruesome it is. Well, the so most here, 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 the most important thing that you, you hit on it, the stuff about Biden, Hunter Biden, is one thing. He, he, that thing got turned in on him because he was suspected of doing illegal activities. Right. But the stuff with the Chinese girls, where did that happen? I mean, was he, was he with the owner of the Patriots down there in Florida somewhere and they were getting massages together? Or was that in China? That was in China. Yeah. What's he doing in China? Well, you see, all of a sudden, it, it goes beyond Hunter Biden, and it's into his father, and it's into what is going on here, people. That's where there's a right for the public to know. So I think I think that uh, this whole this whole flip on <clears throat> you know them them now blaming the the owner of the repair shop and Trump and his allies is all a distraction and in a way to slow maybe slow the investigation i mean they suppressed the uh the story before the election anyway we already know that but this is this is interesting to me so um these allegations were sent in uh <clears throat> the form of a letter to the Delaware Attorney General the uh, Justice Justice Department's National Security Division and the IRS. Yeah, and but this is the you, first time. This is the I've first. Tell you, I, I have to sneak back to see check on the checks again. Okay, no problem. You can just keep going. So, so it says here that this is the first time President Joe Biden's son and his legal team have publicly acknowledged that it was his own personal data to be found on the laptop. However, <laughs> out of the other side of their mouth, the legal team says that this does not amount to confirmation of the laptop narrative that has been circulated on the right. Um, sorry, but there is no narrative. And there is no conspiracy. There is hard evidence. He admitted to it finally, that the laptop belongs to him. And now uh, that he's in hot water and, uh, you know, he's being investigated for the other things that I had just mentioned, <clears throat> um, he's, not, he's not confirming that the, uh, the narrative is right. What? Video here, here's here's one thing that that you may folk you folks may understand when I say this. People lie. 
but cameras and video do not. So if you're on camera and video doing illegal act, you know, conducting illegal activity, uh, cameras and video don't lie. Also, emails. Did the owner of the did the owner of the computer shop go in and create emails? Did he fabricate those emails? I highly doubt it. The guy was blind. I'm not saying it's impossible. Uh, but we all know that this isn't this isn't some sort of conspiracy and and that this isn't real. And <clears throat> uh, for me, it's another one of those. If it was, if it was a conservative, or if it was, you know, I don't know, Donald Trump or his and his son, I, I we need to see the justice system play out and let the chips fall where they may. I don't care who it is, uh, and that's part of the biggest thing when we when we talk about these subjects on on our podcast. Which is uh, we're not we're not trying to be one sided here. Sure, I'm a conservative and and I believe in conservative values, but I'm also a critical thinker that's that says, hey, listen, I don't care what party affiliation you you identify with, uh, what letter you have in front of your name. Uh, that you that you've served for twenty five years, or you wore a uniform, or whatever. If you break the law, you should be held accountable. Uh, it doesn't matter who who you are. So understand that this isn't this isn't about Democrat Joe Biden. Uh, because if it was Republican Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. I would be saying the same thing. We just we just can't we can't afford and our country cannot continue to move forward uh with these these situations where people get away with committing crimes. Like driving around without a license plate on their trailer? <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> Hey it's a great, it's a sarcastic point, but that's a great point. They gave you a harder time about the license plate on your trailer than they're giving Hunter on his freaking laptop. I know, right? Isn't that ridiculous? It is ridiculous, and that's exactly what I was just talking about. I don't care what part, if it was Donald Trump and his son. Man, let's get to the bottom of it. And if they've done something wrong, then by all means prosecute them. If it's if it's prosecution to the point where they need to serve time in jail, then that's the justice system played out. Yeah. Well, I think I'll put that license on on these checks of mine and uh see if the cops want to pull my pull me over with them. <laughs> so yeah, you mentioned every every state is different different. We don't we don't have to put uh, plates on trailers here. Oh, really? Okay. No, uh-uh. you don't have to register them. Not even a camper trailer, as far as I'm, I'm unless it's over a certain size. Okay. Uh, and 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 
if it's used for commercial use and it's a certain size, you do. But if, if it's a personal, like, like if I'm pulling a lawnmower, you know, on a small tray, I don't have to have that tagged. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I think unless it's like a fifth wheel or a, a motorhome, obviously. But if you're pulling like a little camper or whatever, you don't have to have a damn plate on it. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought they had to be licensed everywhere. Okay. Well, that's what I get for thinking. No, I, I pull a 12-foot trailer uh, for my business, and I it's not licensed. It's insured, you know, because I have equipment and stuff on it. But it's not law. I don't have to have a license plate on that. Even though it's used for commercial use, too. Well, these people wanted to know how many miles I had on it and and uh, if I had any liability insurance. And I'm like, it's a trailer. It's just another example of how intrusive the government is in your life. Yeah. What do you need I'm to like, know that well, information for? The year, the make, the model? That's all you need to know. Well, yeah. It's like it says right there on the title. And unless and do they like, oh are they sorry. like so are they like Colorado? Do they do they determine the price of your tag based on depreciation of and, and the value of the vehicle or trailer? Or is it just a set uh, price? No, it, there's a set price and then there's a kind of a sliding scale that has to do with the, the property taxes. The taxable value, right? Sales tax and then property tax. So that's yeah. straight. So in Colorado, um, at least when I was there, uh, your your plates and your tags were based on the taxable value of the vehicle. Yeah. And I've told this story, I think, to you before. Here, it's it's it doesn't matter if it's uh, 2023 or 1902. The plate costs the same as the plate for the 2023 vehicle and the 1902 vehicle. You pay for the flat rate plus the wheel tax if your county, and I, I'm I'm almost certain that wheel tax is uh, statewide. I, I don't know for sure. But I pay a wheel tax here in the county that I live in. But I pay the same price for my tags regardless of the vehicle. And it's like $68 or something like that. And when my dad came here, he originally was going to stay um, and possibly move here. Uh, but he didn't really like Tennessee too much. Uh, and he missed family members, and I get it. So he he went to register his truck, and he's like, my God, is, is that normal? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, well, I... Last time I registered registered this truck in Colorado was like nine hundred bucks, and I go, well, that's because Colorado's communist state. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you pay taxes when you buy it. Yeah, it's like I already bought this thing once. Why yeah, how many times? Yeah, and and you know it's ridiculous. Uh, there are probably some other states that do the same thing, and and to me, I think that's uh, illegal taxation. I mean, how, well, how, how, yeah. by the time you're done, I mean, you're paying, you know, people don't take into consideration taxes. But by the time, if you kept that vehicle until, you know, it was paid off, uh, imagine, just add up the years. 
if you live in a state like Colorado, add up the years and all the taxes you paid on renewing your tags, you probably could have bought another half a vehicle at least. Yeah, I hate to think what it's like in New York and New Jersey because it's worse there. I just don't remember how much worse it is. It's been years since. You know, I, it's I, funny you bring up New York. I don't know if you've heard recently, but. Uh, so the the mayor of New York is begging and pleading for federal money because they can't handle the uh, influx of immigrants into the city. Yeah. Aren't yeah. they a sanctuary city? Exactly. Yeah. There's So why no why? one's had to pay a price for it until but, now. But that but that if if they get funds from the federal government, you and I are paying that. Yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't they should not receive anything. You know, the Not until the borders, when the borders sealed, then I can see making a case for that kind of thing. Yeah. But right now, they're out there, their people in Congress are out there advocating for open borders. So, you know, you have to close the border before, in my opinion, you have to close the border before you have any right to claim. Uh, for the immigration costs unless you're a unless you're a state that's having to bear the burden of it they're not bearing any burden compared to the border states no not not even close no um and then of course you know they're they're crying about immigrants being bused to the city and all that other stuff where before we're a sanctuary city yeah Come one, come all. And they were proud of it. Yeah. So. I mean, California's got, I, I think California is a sanctuary state. But look at the shambles that, that that place is in. And and I don't know if you've seen some of the other stories where, um, you know, they're staying in these five-star, you know, hotels and stuff. They're putting them. Oh, yeah. And, like, the food that they're wasting and then all the messes and stuff that they leave behind. And now... You know, it's a temporary it's a temporary stay before they figure out where they're going to put them or take them or what they're going to do with them. And uh, uh, a bunch of them are refusing to leave. Yeah, 500 like, bucks a night and they yeah. won't leave. Well, yeah. I wouldn't want to leave either if I if some if you told me, Ron, I'm going to put you up in a five-star hotel and you get to stay there for free. And I'm going to I'm going to have a hard time leaving. You know, oh, if yeah. I'm getting free food and you know, whatever else. I don't know. Do they get, you know, cocktails and stuff, too? I mean. Oh, yeah. You should see the the piles. I mean, piles. Oh, I have. Empty, empty Corona cans. Yeah, I've seen them. But I wasn't I mean, sure if they if that was compensated. Guess what? I'm on a permanent vacation, buddy. You're, uh, I thought, come and and I move thought those me. were coronavirus cans at first. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, so, the, the Latin X Corona. Yeah, actually, I'm about 10 minutes or so over, and I have to get back to my... Yeah, I think video. that'll do for another show here of uh, an inquiry okay. into freedom. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens between now and Tuesday uh, okay. and what else we can come up with and make fun of and uh, have some serious discussion about. I'm sure there won't be a thing in the news. Check us out online, inquiryintofreedom.com. 
Make sure and email us questions, comments, threats, whatever it is that you'd like. Catch us on multiple platforms. And uh, we'll see you next time. Adios. Bye-bye.